This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 19th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. EPA prioritizing ESA pesticide review. No let-up in H-2A demand and packers accused of price gouging. Regan, funding request shows EPA serious on pesticides. EPA Administrator Michael Regan says the agency is putting a priority on re-evaluating pesticides for their environmental impact under the Endangered Species Act. Regan told senators yesterday that the White House had requested 10 full-time staff and $4.3 million in fiscal 23 to carry out the ESA reviews. We've invested heavily in strengthening our work in this area, Regan told the Senate Interior Environment and Appropriations Subcommittee. He conceded the agency was behind schedule in finishing a review of the impact of pesticides on pollinators. But he said, we are continuing to forge ahead on this very important issue. It is a priority, and it's reflected in our budget. In addition... Regan told Senators EPA would take high fuel prices into consideration when it decides whether to grant new small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard. Regan said EPA was trying to, quote, follow the law while being sensitive to the prices that we're facing now. He said the war in Ukraine was putting pressure on refiners. H-2A demand continues to soar. Applications for H-2A workers were up 17.5% during the first half of fiscal 22. That according to an analysis by the National Council of Agricultural Employers. The number of H-2A workers certified by the Labor Department increased 16.5% over FY21 to 193,273. More than 258,000 workers received H-2A visas in FY21, which was a 21% increase over fiscal 2020. Similar to other sectors of the U.S. economy, agricultural employers face an exceptional shortage of workers as America recovers from the pandemic, noted Michael Marsh, president and CEO of NCAE. He said the dwindling number of domestic applicants for these temporary positions has led to explosive growth in the number of temporary foreign workers needed to plant, nurture, and harvest food for the nation. Dems continue to target meat packers for inflation. House Democrats, who are struggling to overcome voters' inflation concerns heading into the midterm elections, They're moving a bill to the floor that would create a special investigator's office, USDA, to probe meat industry practices. The House Ag Committee approved the measure largely along party lines 27 to 21 yesterday. Democrats are focusing on industries such as meatpacking and oil refining as they seek to make the case that industry concentration is behind the inflation consumers are seeing. House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro, Democrat of Connecticut, used a hearing yesterday with the Federal Trade Commission Chairwoman Linda Kahn to accuse meat packers of price gouging. Representative Mark Pokin, Wisconsin Democrat, said consumers, quote, are paying more than they need to due to meat industry concentration. We'll have more 
AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. CFTC seeking advice on carbon market regulation. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission is looking for input as it defines its role in the carbon offsets market. Speaking at the Political Sustainability Summit yesterday, CFTC Chairman Rustin Benham said the Commission will be releasing a set of questions on which the agency wants feedback. The Commission also has a roundtable scheduled for June 2nd. Benham says there's recognition that farmers, ranchers, and other landowners could benefit from carbon offset markets, but that they need to be properly managed. We want to be very careful about what we create, he said. And if that turns out to be a new cash market with futures contracts depending on it, uh, regulators such as the CFTC will be needed, he said. Lawmakers try to expand WIC coverage for formula. Lawmakers are moving ahead with a plan to make it easier for low-income families to get baby formula. The Access to Baby Formula Act, which the House passed yesterday, would enable USDA to waive certain contractual requirements for families purchasing formula using WIC benefits. Abbott Nutrition, the company behind the factory shutdown causing the supply crisis, supplies about 89% of the formula bought through WIC. Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, Ranking Member John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, introduced a companion measure in the Senate although she does expect the Senate to ultimately act on the House bill. Bozeman told reporters it's a very bipartisan effort. Now, take note, FDA Commissioner Robert Califf will testify before the House Act Appropriations Subcommittee today where he is expected to face questions on that formula crisis. Study backs USDA foreign marketing programs. The U.S. Grains Council has released the updated version of a five-year study that makes the case that USDA export promotion programs are well worth their cost to taxpayers. The U.S. Grains Council-funded study says the Market Access Program and Foreign Market Development Program helped increase ag exports by an average of $9.6 billion every year from 1977 to 2019. That represents an annual 13.7% boost to ag export revenues and translates into a return of $24.50 for every dollar invested in the programs, according to the study. U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Ryan Legrand says the report demonstrates, quote, the long-term impact of the programs that help our members expand markets and our customers build their operations and further serve their local consumers. Well, here's today's He Said It. If it's affordable and in the marketplace, people will change overnight. That's Senator John Tester, the Montana Democrat, 
telling EPA Administrator Michael Reagan that Americans will switch to electric vehicles wholesale if battery range can be improved significantly. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 19th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.